Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I'm excited you are here today. We are talking about getting your sex life back after you have kids, which has a whole gamut of things that go into it. And it's kind of entertaining because I'm actually recording this episode right now as my kids are napping and I am probably not going to get it finished in in time. So uh, I'm preparing for it to be chopped up and it's just kind of making me laugh because it's really, really applicable for what we're talking about. Kids they throw a wonderful monkey wrench into life. They are exciting. They are so much fun. And they also take you to a whole new, a whole new space in life where your time is different. Your body is different. Your life is different. Your expectations, your dreams, your hopes, everything changes. Everything changes with kids. And um, so we're going to talk about what it looks like to... And this is the question I was asked, get your sex life back. Um, I'd kind of like to pivot that mindset a little bit, uh, but the concept is still there. People feel like, you know, they ask me, how can it be good again? Or like, how can, how can we navigate having kids and trying to keep our marriage um, the way that we had it before? And so there's a few things that I just want to help walk you through today. This is not completely extensive with each individual person's, um, you know, their own life and their problems and the things that play into it because all kids are different. All families are different. All marriages are different. You are different. And so there might be specific things that you need to navigate. Um, so feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Or if you're in the Passion Connected community group, reach out there, ask questions, and we can try to help find solutions for you because I love doing that. So getting your sex life back after kids. The first thing that I want to talk about is I want to shift, like I said, a little bit that mindset. I think this there's this idea that um, when we, like when something shifts, that it is going to be bad. Um, and we think of our sex life having been lost and or something that we had is gone. And I don't really like to think of it like that. I've been in that space before. So hear me when I say that that you're not alone in this. Um, but I don't like to think of it as I lost my sex life or like my sex life is gone and I have to, it has to be returned to me. I have to find some way to like grapple in the dark and find that thing that I used to have and bring it back because my sex life is never, ever, ever going to be like what it was before I had kids. My body is different. My life is different. My time is different and I wouldn't go back. And that's the way that I like to think of it. I like to think of it like 
I have upgraded to the next level. And when I start from that place, that mindset of like, it's going to be better. It's going to be different. When I start from that place of, of I haven't lost something that it has just changed, then I get to start navigating what change looks like. But if I go into it with this mindset of I've lost something and I'm trying to pull something back, I'm just going to be continually disappointed because I'm going to be striving for something that I can't get instead of looking at what I have right here and now and, and start taking steps forward. So if you are in this space and you're feeling like, like it's just gone and, and you want it back, try looking at it from a new perspective of you are in a new stage that you get to develop. I like to think of it like educating yourself and learning and growing as a person because this is part of life. This is learning. This is growing. This is getting better. This is, this is navigating life and it's beautiful and it doesn't have to be something that we're missing out on. Sex is not just amazing right before you have kids and then it's over. Like that is not how it was designed. It was designed to get better and better and better for us to learn and grow and grow and grow. And like with any other area in life, Sometimes when we step into something new, it can feel a little uncomfortable. It can feel like we're a little lost. And, you know, we, we felt like maybe we were getting a handle on things. Things were really starting to come together. And then all of a sudden it shifts. All of a sudden a baby comes out of your body. Bam. Life changes. Everything changes and all of a sudden it's all new. And I think that it would be really nice for us to feel like, you know, everything that's new as we navigate all of the different children's stages and, and all of that, like we anticipate that, like we feel like, okay, I'm going to have to learn how to put on a diaper. I'm going to have to learn how to get my kid enrolled in school or do homeschool. I'm going to have to navigate what it is like when my kid gets rejected for the first time and, and how to navigate that parenting experience. I'm going to have to navigate how I'm going to talk to my kids about sex and we would like to be able to go back to the sexual experience that we had that was comfortable, that we knew that was ours and have it be a safe place that we could fall back on. And unfortunately for most people, that's not the case. For most people, it changes. Why? (laughs) Why and how does it change? For most people, it is centered around what I would say are three different things. Number one, sleep and navigating kids' routines and their sleep schedule and just having them around. Number two, life being crazier, more chaotic, you feeling like there's more to do, there's more in your day that has to get done, and how are you ever going to have this time to sit down and actually have sex again, sit down and have sex, lay down and have sex, (laughs) or whatever you're doing. And number three, most women's bodies change because of giving birth, their hips get wider, Um, they start producing milk and they either breastfeed or don't, but there's changes that happen up there. Um, there's sensitivity levels that change. Um, there are, you know, you can have women who deal with prolapses or hormone issues or a whole host of other things, especially in the vulva and vaginal area. There's a lot that can, can change. And, And it's really hard to navigate. And sometimes I think that people think, oh, we're going to have this time period of right after the baby's born that, you know, we aren't supposed to have sex and I might have to heal up during that, but it should just 
go back to normal after that. And then they find, oh, it's not. You know, there are some women who end up having vaginismus after they have kids and they didn't necessarily have it before because of all the trauma that they dealt with. There's a lot of women who have just really traumatic experiences with giving birth, um, be it whatever, vaginal cesarean and and some sort of trauma in this way or that way or there was difficulties with the baby or there was difficulties the entire pregnancy or they're dealing with postpartum depression or all of these different things and it comes time for them to actually be able to have sex and they don't want to why would they why would they want that intrusion why would they want to express themselves that way like it doesn't make sense they're not there. They're not in that mental space. They're not in that physical space. They're not feeling ready for that. I know for myself, it was hilarious because I was so incredibly attracted to my husband, like that first six week time period. Um, I think after giving birth to Bella, it was like, I just felt like, oh my gosh, we are such a team. This is amazing. You were so there for me. You love me. You think I'm wonderful. Like I'm a mom. Um, and life was crazy like outside, but I, I felt like Kyleb and I were really just tight in that moment and just really close and really in love. And I really, really wanted him during that time, even though there was, there was absolutely no way because my birth with Bella was very traumatic and was very damaging to my body. Um, and then hilariously, the doctor says, okay, time, like you can have sex. And I was, it was like a switch flipped. I was like, I don't want it. I don't want to do this. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen now. I I don't feel like I can handle this. I have so many other things going on. Um, and that is not just for that time period that can continue years down the road that can continue and, or it can be a repeat cycle from kid to kid, to kid, to kid, to kid. And then you, you know, you get into these in-between spaces between kids and or you get done having kids and you're like, what happened? Where did my sex life go? What is going on? Um, And so I think there, I'm going to just give some quick tips to help you sort of jumpstart this journey depending on, on where you're at. So number one, for the woman who feels like, her kids are just never sleeping and she feels like she never has time. Um, she, you know, is normally nursing and or dealing with crying babies and whatever it is like nighttime routine is just really, really crazy for that person. Number one, the advice that I was given, I think I've shared it here on the podcast before, but the advice that I have been given is don't expect anything of yourself during that time. And that sounds horrible to anybody who's not in that space to just like, just let it all go. But really it was the most freeing advice to have somebody say, don't start working out during that newborn early stage. Don't try to expect yourself to have your house clean or try all these new habits or whatever else. It is okay for it to be really crazy and for you to wait for things to calm down because they will calm down. And I listened to that advice and I needed that advice so much. And I hung on to this thread of hope that this person was right, that things would calm down and, and they were right. 
it did calm down. Newborn stage is crazy. And in the moment you think, man, I should be able to manage this, right? And then you look at it in hindsight and you're like, actually, that, that was pretty crazy. Actually, that was a lot. Feeding them that much, changing their diaper that much, them ha- only sleeping in, in certain rhythms and all of that sort of stuff. It's crazy. So if you were in that season and just feeling like my kids aren't sleeping, how the heck could I ever manage to have sex? How could I ever even fathom that sort of intimate relationship right now? I, I'm drained of all energy. I just can't do it. Or I need my sleep when they sleep or whatever it is. Give yourself grace during that time and do whatever it is that you guys are capable of doing without putting this pressure on yourself that there has to be something there um, that's just fabulous or back to normal or amazing again. And really communicate with your partner where you're at. This is a season and it doesn't have to be like everything doesn't have to be amazing in every single season. We grow, we learn, we take things in waves and, and we grow along with it. And I think that sometimes we just put too much of that pressure on ourselves. So that's the first thing is navigate what you can. If it's just quickies all the time with each other and it's like, bam, bam, and done, or if it's not having sex as often, or if it's changing the time of day of sex or the type of sex or the way that you guys are doing it, figure out what that is to make that easy and manageable together. Also, I'm going to do a shameless plug for somebody who's really, really helpful for me. Um, it is under the account taking Kara babies. Her name is Kara. Um, C-A-R-A, and I will link that in the show notes, but she is on Instagram and she does sleeping courses and she has blogs and stuff like that. And my girls have slept amazing pretty much their whole life. Kada had a few time periods that we had to navigate, but for the most part, my girls sleep 12 hours every single night. They don't wake up. They go to bed right at seven. They wake up at seven. And that has been routine for most of our life, which means and they're, well, Bella's three and a half and Kada is two. Um, and that means that I have that time in the evenings and I have that time with my husband, um, when he's done with work and we can, we can spend that time together. And we were able to do that even when they were really young, um, from her advice and from doing some research and figuring out what can we do to best help our kids. So number two, if you just feel like life is crazy and it's just, everything is crazy and everything is overwhelming and and it's the last thing on your mind I would recommend getting that cleared out find the help you need invest in the help you need and and make this life work for you you should not feel like life is so overwhelming that you can't take whatever time it takes for you to enjoy the pleasures of sex, to be intimate with someone, to glorify God in that way, you, you should not feel this crazy. (laughs) You should not feel this overwhelmed. And, and I know that in mom culture, there's this thing of, it's just meant to be crazy. And that's crap, complete crap. So don't listen to that lie. Motherhood does not have to be crazy. It does not have to be insane. You do not have to have absolutely zero time for yourself. You can and should have that time 
So do whatever it takes to get that. Um, for me, I know I invested in several different courses and um, like online courses and things that helped me declutter my home, get everything, get my life more organized, simplify all of my paperwork, simplify my meal planning, all of those different things. I invested in that and it has changed my time. It has changed my day. It has made me capable of doing things like start a podcast. It has made me capable of keeping up with my kids' laundry and keeping up with you know, starting little educational things for Bella because she's like super gung ho about it. I have the time for that and for graduate school. Now there are times that I'm definitely overwhelmed and it is my own fault and I should not take on more and more and more just because I have less and less and less to do with the home. Uh, But it has been helpful in my life and in my marriage and Caleb can attest to it time and time again that what I have managed to do in our household and in our life and in organizing things and in making things simple has changed our future, has changed our life. Um, and it has made me available for sex and intimacy. So get the help you need if you are in that season. Also, if you're in that season, just two other little side notes. Well, one little one, one semi big one. Um, but plan date nights in, um, You can do date nights out if you have the money and you want to do a babysitter, but just planning date nights in and making that a designated time where you can really just, you know, settle in with each other and enjoy whatever activities you like to do together. My girls have actually like watched me multiple times over get the night ready for me and my husband to have time. They know that we have date night once they go down to bed. They know that this popcorn is for mommy and daddy and I'm getting our room set up and I'm, you know, putting on a a movie for us or I'm setting up games or I'm cleaning up the house real nice and making it smell really good and uh, putting my hair up or making myself look really pretty or whatever it is. And they know. And that's really, really beneficial for them and for us. And we make that date night in something special. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be drug out. But I think when you have those date nights, you have those times when you invest in that time with your partner, it's going to lead to intimacy together. It's going to lead to the sex life that you want along with that. And, and this is the bigger thing. I don't want this to be pressureful necessarily, but I want it to be an encouragement that, that your sex life is worth making sure that it's going well. Um, statistically your kids sex life will mirror yours and your sex life mirrors your parents. Now, obviously there are two people coming together in this, but the way that you act, the way that you interact, your sex life will more than likely look almost exactly spitting image of your parents. So what do you want your kids sex life to be like? Do you want them to grow up having that same sex life that you're experiencing right now? Or do you want to change your sex life to be something amazing and beautiful and intimate that they will mirror in the future? So don't let this freak you out and let it be something where it's like, oh my gosh, like I need to fix stuff now, like I need things, whatever. Or on the flip side of it, like that's crazy, that's ridiculous because your kids pick up on things. Your kids pick up on how you feel about each other in the way that you talk, in the way that you interact. Do they think that you are attracted to each other? And I'm not saying just have a makeout session in the living room, but I am saying that there's something in me 
that I knew about my parents, that their marriage was amazing. I knew it. And it's funny because they didn't hug or kiss a lot in front of us kids. Um, But I can tell you without a doubt that they are each other's best friends and that there is something special between them. And I knew that from a young age. And I was able to carry that into my own relationship and know that there's something that's supposed to be special here between Kyle and I. I was innately raised with it. I, I know it deep in my gut and in my soul because of, of what I saw in their relationship and what I felt from their relationship. And I know people who have come away from unhealthy parents and, and relationships there, marriages in the home, where it has affected their view of what sex is supposed to be like and what a marriage is supposed to be like. So invest in this and, and don't just like get your sex life back, but like show your kids what it looks like to be a couple that's on team together, that is a parent married working together team that has a beautiful sex life. Like what should they be feeling from you about your sex life and about the way that you view and, and cherish and uphold each other as partners and lovers. So that's just kind of one of those little things, like a little plug in and I need to do an episode on, on kids and talking to them about sex and, and what that looks like. But just know that if you're asking this question of like, getting your sex life back after kids, I really encourage you that you are, you're on the right track. It is worth questioning and figuring out what it's supposed to look like and, and making it better and, and more fulfilling, more beautiful and more life-giving. Lastly, in whatever season you're in after kids, um, when we talked before about, you know, it's going to be different and not to try to necessarily get it back, but to move forward. If you're one of the people that is struggling because of your body, whether it is physically or with body image, the advice that I want to give is don't look at your old self as this standard. And I think that, you know, there's not, we don't disassociate, like that was still us. Um, but after you have a kid, there's a new you there. Like your body has changed inside and outside your hormones, everything, like the way that your body works and uh, the way that it has physically changed, like your feet might, might have gotten bigger, your boobs might have dropped a little bit, your vagina might be a little bit bigger. Like there's so many things that can play into this. I mean, just one little thing, for example, after I had kids because of some blood pressure issues and because of preeclampsia that was starting with both of them, I um, now have to wear glasses. Who'd have thunk? Who would have thought that having kids would have made me have to wear glasses, but the blood pressure affected my eyesight. And I found out after I was having migraines, um, that yeah, my eyesight had changed and I thought, okay, this is crazy. And it was really, really hard to come to terms with, but it's the new me and it's a beautiful me. And so if you're struggling with that, maybe you have some more pounds after you gave birth to kids. Um, and it's hard 
to see yourself during sex. I know I dealt with that where it was like, man, I don't really want to look at all this extra flab that I didn't used to have. Don't keep looking back at yourself and wishing you could go back to that because it doesn't do anything for you. First of all, I mean, if you need to grieve, you grieve, but you are amazing. And I hear this all the time. And I, and you know, I heard from all these encouraging things like your body did something amazing. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You are amazing. You changed with purpose. You changed with purpose and you are gorgeous. It is hard to have this change where we look at it like, man, I was this, but now I'm this. No, this is you now. This is the beautiful, beautiful you. You need to love on your body mentally. That will transpire to the physical. My old self, my body before I had kids, I don't look at it as my comparison anymore. It is not who I'm supposed to be. I don't go back. I go forward. And I've got to love on myself mentally. I've got to love on my body mentally. And that will transpire into the physical. And no, I didn't have to wear glasses. And no, I didn't have an extra 10 pounds. And no, I didn't have to have crazy amount of stitches on me and all of that sort of stuff. And I didn't have diastasis recti. And I didn't have all of these different things. But my starting place is right now. My starting place is right now. And I am drop dead gorgeous as I am. And I believe that. And I struggle with it. I fight with it. There are times I look in the mirror and go, Ooh, I didn't, I didn't want to see that for a second. And then I flip that around and I say, no, no, I am beautiful. And if I think anything less, my sex life will be affected. If I think anything less of myself, if I look at those extra pounds and think, I just am not the way I used to be. What is that going to do for me? That is not motivating. No. If I look at what I can be starting from right now, knowing that my hips are never going to get small again, I'm never going to be that stick thin. I have got mommy hips and I better just love on them. I have to buy the new type of jeans, the ones that are like made for that extra roundness. That's amazing. That is me. That is where I am starting right here, right now. And having a different body is not going to make my sex life go back to anything. Having a different body is not going to make my sex life better. I have an amazing body right here, right now. And I have an amazing sex life right here and right now. And I can have better if I want to move forward. But, but looking at myself with any sort of negativity is not going to help anything whatsoever. So that's really, really hard to hear because we are really hard on ourselves and, you know, like I said, I think that there has to be this grieving process. So if that's you and you have to grieve first, grieve, grieve and be healthy and then move forward. Start with where you're at right now as the starting line. The starting line was not back before you had kids. It's right now. Whew. Okay. Well, the girls did come out and they are ready for their snacks. They are both staring at me in front of my mic, just like, okay, mom, are you done talking? <laughs> so I am going to wrap this up. I really hope this was encouraging for you guys. If you need any more support, like I said, please reach out to me. I would love to help problem solve. Um, I would love to really make a game plan for you. 
or find more resources as I can. I feel like I have a ton of different things that I've learned from people that I would love to hand off to you and or teach you from my own stuff if I can. Um, so I will have links below to everything and where you can find me, where you can contact me. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. 